Hey, hey, welcome to the Roof Strategist Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Benzman. You're listening to the number one resource for free roofing sales training. Tune in for new episodes every week right here or on YouTube to learn how to market yourself, generate leads, pitch like a pro, overcome objections, and close more sales. And whether you're a brand new salesperson, a seasoned pro, or an owner or sales manager growing your team, pay close attention because I have an offer you don't want to pass up. I'd like to give you my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. You'll get instant access to over 120 sales training videos organized by category that can take you from zero to hero in a heartbeat. Head on over to theroofstrategist.com right now to get my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library completely free. That's theroofstrategist.com. Now let's hop into today's episode. All right, welcome to the Roof Strategist Podcast and YouTube channel. I'm joined today with Corey Edwards, who has one hell of a story for you about why you can just be you, break all the rules, the, the rules of roofing, be authentic, have fun, and land some monster commercial sales, including the one we're going to share with you here in a minute. Corey, welcome. I'm glad to have you here, man. I'm glad to be here, man. Absolutely. Hey, and first, I want to say thank you for being open to this. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to share, I'm going to do a quick teaser for what we're going to cover for everybody. So they know why they need to stick around all the way to the end and then how we ended up talking today. So we're going to share your story. And I have the, the message pulled up on Facebook of how you landed your first commercial job, 268 squares after watching a video on YouTube. And yeah. then fast forward a year, you sold a 3,400 square apartment complex. $1.5 million deal from doing this whole thing. Absolutely. And the funniest part is what you're driving, which we're going to get yeah. to. We can't spill the beans yeah. yet. Not yet. So <laughs> uh, after this, we said, hey, you know, are you willing to share it? And, and you said, absolutely. So thank you. Absolutely, man. This pen is the reason that we're talking. Yeah. I mean, not the reason, but one of the reasons. So I, I put up, you know, as I'm journaling, uh, picture this and you're like, Hey, you responded to my story on Facebook and Instagram saying, um, I bought a really nice one to get on my contract sign. I had an old businessman tell me that having a nice pen to sign a contract with is the oldest trick in the book. And it becomes a conversation piece and automatically takes their mind off signing the contract. So this yeah. whole thing started because it's pen. by the way, it's just solid brass. This is a company I found off Kickstarter yeah. and it, I wish I could like, it's super fat. It's heavy. And it just makes you feel like a boss. And it takes absolutely. The, 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 the that's what it's all about, man. Feeling yeah. like a boss, you know, it, it is. And one of the reasons in, in my old videos, you see, I always have a pen in my shirt. Yeah. I always had one with a silver clip. I wanted it to look mm -hmm. sharp as opposed to the, you know, I use yeah. these for my, my say, yeah, that's me. I, I got the, the gold. I'm a big, big, big gold guy. I guess you could love say. it. So I always Dude. have it right there. And man, it makes you, I mean, it's like the little, it's the little things. It is the little, little things that, that make you feel good whenever you go to talk to somebody and trying to sell them. I want to lean into that just yeah. for a second. We're not going to get too off track, but the importance of the environment. And it's so hard to overemphasize yeah. of why you feel good. You drive a nice car. You're not yeah. in a truck. We're going to get to that because yeah. okay? it's fun. Having a nice pen and you're right. There's a feeling that comes and that feeling oh. creates confidence in the environment. It's one of the reasons I finally, for the first time, treated myself to a, at least to me, a, a nice watch. Yes. Because I look down at it, it makes me feel good. It reminds me of how precious time is. Oh, absolutely. And keeping my vehicle clean, using yes. a nice pen, having all that. It's just your environment, man. 
<laughs> I love it. How do you feel behind the wheel of your car? We're going to talk about uh, that. That's uh, be- uh, man, it, it makes me feel good. Like whenever I get into my car, right? I mean, that's the start of my day to go yeah. sell, knock doors, network, whatever it may be. So whenever I'm riding around in that thing, man, I, I feel good about myself. You know, uh, I, I drove trucks and stuff for my whole life, especially with what I did before I started in roofing sales. And uh, once I got this car, I was like, man, this is me. This is who I am. Uh, and the main thing with people buying anything from you in life is if they like you, they're going to do business with you no matter what, no matter what. I mean, that's the biggest thing. If they like you, they will do business with you. It doesn't matter what you're driving or how you're dressed or whatever. But the little things of me getting into that car, dressing nice, that gets me ready to be who I am. I want everybody to hear what you just said. Yeah. Being who I am. Yeah. It is so important to feel good about yourself. And the reason I wanted to lean into the car thing and, and, and the pen thing is you're you. Yeah. There's so many things which I love about roofing sales. We try to paint ourselves in the box. I got to drive a truck, got to drive a jacked up yeah. truck. It has to be the image. Most roofing sales people don't even carry a bundle of shingles ever anymore, you know, and it, it doesn't matter, of course, but don't get me wrong. There's something powerful about a professional image, wrap truck, wrap van, fleet vehicles, yeah, totally get absolutely. it. But my point is you can break the rules. You can be yeah. you. So we're going to just share it. And then we're going to get into tactics of how you landed these two commercial deals and what yeah. you learned. So everyone can leave this episode with, with like, this is it. I, I used this strategy to land those deals. But before we do, um, you sent me a picture with all the contracts stacked up on your dashboard. Yeah. And I thought it was a Nissan truck at first till I clicked the image and then I, I, I loaded it and I saw the logo. What are you in? What are you driving? I am in a Jaguar XF four-door car. A four-door luxury Jaguar. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I did an episode <laughs> way back when called uh, What the Truck, which yeah. was just run what you've brung, man. It doesn't matter. You could be in a rust bucket. You could be in a luxury car. Yes, I know people listening have resistance. There's, there's yeah. image. But at the end of the day, the most important thing, in my opinion, which is not popular. By the way, if you hate this comment, you can drop a comment and tell me. Yeah. It's how you feel when you show up to that house. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And it, it is, man. It is. I mean, I get the comment all the time, especially whenever I first started. But still to this day, man, you need to be driving like a just a regular truck, you know, I mean, people, you're going to pull up in that thing. People think you're, you're making too much money, you know, and the the bottom line is roofing and roofing sales has been around in these important areas that man, they know we make money now. They know it, you know, and if, if, if you show up somewhere and you're not comfortable in your skin, you're not happy with what you're in, your mind is already done. And by the time you knock on that door or you're going to talk to that business person, you've already lost the sale because you've lost your own mindset, man. And that's the biggest thing. So for me, what makes me happy is I like getting into my nice vehicle, you know, and sometimes I'm in regular clothes. Sometimes I'm wearing a shirt like this, no logo, no nothing. I mean, I have my business cards and I'm just me whenever I'm selling a roof. And that's the, that's the biggest thing for me is your mindset going in. What makes you feel happy? And if they like you, no matter what, like we had talked about, they will do business with you. They no will. Matter what. And I got to say just for, so there's point counterpoint, by the way. So you're, yeah. you're, you're in nice clothes and you're in a luxury car. Yeah. And 
when we talk about the way we feel and present ourselves, I started off in a 2000, I forget, it was an early 2000, 2002, I think, Toyota Tacoma, it was tan, it was a stick shift, two door. I had one of the, I call them the old man toppers uh, because I camped in the back of it. So it was one of those like swooping toppers. My, My 24 foot extension ladder, I didn't have a rack because of the, you know, the sloping thing. So it was sticking out the back and I had it flagged and I'm short. So I'm like trying to wrestle this thing out of the back. I got to keep the glass flipped up. But every time I pulled up and I had some, some homeowners kind of poke fun at me to me, feeling the part meant I wore, I wore, um, ah, man, what were those pants from Walmart? I forget the brand. They weren't Wrangler, but Walmart sells these like cargo kind of work pants. I wore those in our, our shirts were blue with a logo tucked in with a belt on. And I just felt like I fit the part Yeah, and it made me confident. Like I'm here to do, like I, I was clean cut. I didn't have long hair at that time, but I just want to share with anyone, like, I don't care what you're driving, yep. how you present. Cause sometimes if you're new, you can't afford it. But at any rate, thank you for just sharing that. I want to wrap that up, man. Like I really just wanted to embrace be you and how important your environment is. So 100%. Let's get into this. Let's hit first your 260, your first commercial square uh, job, 268 squares from a YouTube video. And then we'll move into that $1.5 million deal that you just inked. Yeah. But where was the breakthrough? I want to hear like what your story was to get that deal inked, where the, where the problem was, and then what like insight, if anyone watched me be like, man, if I could do that too, it's going to help me get a deal. So let's start at the very beginning. With the, the 264. Yeah, we'll start start with that one. Okay, so, man, first of all, it's the guy who I'm working for, uh, the owner of this company, too. He, he's always been a really big mentor for me, and he's actually the one that he was like, go watch YouTube videos. Well, I punched in roofing sales. You were the first one that popped up. Clicked on it. Ton, a ton of just videos of how to be a roof salesman. Uh, so with him telling me, learn your product and learn your script and learn how to adapt so with him telling me that and then finding you on youtube that was a huge breakthrough so i watched one of your videos and you were talking about whenever you first got into roofing sales and stuff and one of your your first commercial jobs that you had got it was a sign like out there with a number on it you know call me for rent or whatever I just did what you said, man. I, I called and I I wasn't as good as a salesman as I am now, but I'm telling you, I just did what felt comfortable and said what I felt comfortable. And it's like the best pitch to this day that I've ever done. And the guy was like, sure, come give me an inspection, you know, because I mean, there was there was some some decent hell reported yeah. in the area. And he was like, you can get me a roof paid through insurance. Come give me an inspection, right? And then, uh, lo and behold, man, there we go. We so just, now I, I got to ask. First, congrats, by the way. Yeah. And it's funny when you said it was I'm a better salesperson now than I was. Uh, yeah. By the way, yeah. anytime you look back, that should be the story. I'm a better yeah. person now than it was then. It's an yeah, absolutely. But I did. You know, my that was my first sale, and it was a pitch I never in a million years would have thought. I shared it on mm-hmm. a video, but I want to hear here. Tell tell me how you did it. Don't worry about making it perfect, but I want to hear what you said on the phone on that cold call. Oh, absolutely. So I got there first and I was, I sat there and I looked at that sign. I'm not kidding you for like 25 minutes. Right. So making this phone call, uh, like I said today, uh, man, my heart was beating. Like I, I was nervous. Right. Well, so I make the call 
And I'm thinking it's he's not going to answer, you know, no way he's not going to answer. Well, it rang two times, this guy's answers. And you could tell that he was a businessman and he straight to the point, right? So he was like, hey, this is uh, so-and-so. What can I do for you? And I told him, I said, hey, I'm Corey Edwards with so-and-so roofing. We're doing a lot of roof replacements in the area, okay? And once I got that to him, I said, we're doing a lot of roof replacements in the area. I think your building had got hit with damage, and I see the building's a little bit older. You guys may be looking into getting a new roof soon. Let me see what I can do for you to help you get a roof paid by insurance. Once he heard that, he was like, sweet, so what do we need to do next? And I told him, I said, all I needed to come do is do an inspection. He said, let's meet tomorrow at three o'clock. And we met and then we just built a relationship, man. And we got it moving. I love it. It's, uh, it's, it's funny how, how different that pitch is residential. That'll get a door slammed in your face. Like oh that. gosh. Yeah. And the difference between what commercial owners are looking for versus a residential person Huge. in the easy, I want to share this like little secret. It's really not that secret, but yeah smaller commercial properties like yours was 268 square, which by the way, is a big, big deal. My, yeah. my commercial was 90, 90 square. Right. Okay. It was only right. commercial. It was a strip center as a lean to yours was bigger. Not that it's a contest. Okay. Commercial oh, is commercial. My point though, absolutely. is when you target commercial properties that are privately owned, these are usually wealthier people who are trying to find, um, investment properties, their strip centers, their dental offices, things like that, which yeah. I want to ask you what that one was. Um, these folks, the roof is a big expense. When you find that older roof that may have problems, and then you mention roof replaced by insurance, immediately this is cost savings. I need to get it done. Insurance pays for it. Let's do it. Yeah. And you did that. That's what worked for me too. It's not the scenario that everyone's going to find, Yeah. but it happened. So what was that 268 square what kind of commercial property was it? It was, it was a strip mall center with multiple stores. That's awesome. all it was. And, that, and that's you, what it was. Why were you nervous? I mean, don't get me wrong. I was nervous too. But like, I want to get in so people understand it's normal to be nervous. There's, there's, why were you so freaked out, heart going on that first phone call? Uh, I think because it's something that I wasn't used to. You know, I was at that time, I'd only been in sales for under a year, man, under a year. And uh, I was really nervous because calling somebody, and talking business on a phone where you've never talked to them before. I mean, that's nerve wracking whenever you first get into it. After a couple yeah. of years, man, you should be pretty settled by now, right? Yeah. But it was the nervous because us as roofers, we look at roofs, we're like, man, like I can make a bunch of money off of this roof. So knowing that, I think all of these different things that I was piling on uh, in my mind, I was starting to lose myself right mm -hmm. to whereas nowadays i'm so confident in who i am and so confident in what i can do for people like i mean to get a roof paid through insurance i mean that's amazing you're helping them yeah. you're helping yeah. them which i mean Absolutely. true i mean that's what it is it's it's uh thank you for sharing that i wanted everyone to know that does door to door for some reason people that work calls by the way like cold call centers yeah. They, I've worked with some folks that like have cold called and then they get into doors like that is so much harder. And then you get guys like us who've done the door to door. And then you have to go into cold calling. And it's so weird because we rely yeah. on like body language and, you know, yeah, yeah. being able to read people and you lose all that on the phone. Yeah. 
And I just wanted to assure everybody being nervous is normal. You just got to work through it, pick it up, dial, and it'll get more comfortable. So that's how you landed the, again, I want to summarize those kind of key points for everybody. Number one is finding the right, the right building, right? Yes, absolutely. Our, on those smaller commercial yeah. properties, strip centers for rent signs, there, there's less gatekeepers too. Yeah. Let's go to the owner, like his assistant yeah. or her assistant. Yeah. Number two, call, call, call. Every time you see him, you got nothing to lose. It's just yeah. nerves. You got to work past. Number three, cut straight to the point. We're doing roofs in the area. Your roof's probably damaged. You might be able to get it replaced by insurance. And I know it looks older. Yeah. Don't use that on residential. Yeah. No. <laughs> Love it. No, um, absolutely so <laughs> fast forward, anything else you wanted to share on that before we, we jump into the. Oh no, man, the that, that's it. It was just, uh, I was new to the roofing game and I, I think deep down, I knew what I could offer this guy. And I think if I would have never told him what I could offer you, mm -hmm. um, he would have just shut me down, you know? Yeah. He was like, oh yeah. Okay. But educating educating your customers 100 works every time yeah education to your customer and what you can do and people always talk about they never want to show me their paperwork man if you educate your customers on why you need to see that paperwork you're fine every time knowing what you can do for somebody it, it it'll get you more places than than just trying to sell and that's the, yeah. the problem is most people are trying to sell Instead of helping people, you go back to the, to the oldest, I guess, salesman, like Zig Ziglar. I have his book right here. He said the, the life of helping people and serving people will make you more money than anything. Yeah. And it, and it will, man. It absolutely yeah. will. You know, it, I, man, I love it. It's, it's such yeah. a different mindset to yeah. have about selling when you believe in what you're doing and you understand the yeah. value and you do it with a, from a place in your heart of hearts of serving people. Yeah. And I love it. So fast forward, you got this $1.5 million deal. Yeah. 30, uh, my Facebook messenger just crashed. 3,400 square? Yeah, 3,400 squares, shingles. How did this start? What'd you do? How did it start? Man, it, it started way before starting to go talk to them. I'll tell you that. Oh, I've talked to numerous amounts of people like apartment complexes numerous and i've been shut down and, and that but that's part of it mm -hmm. and, but still me knowing what i can do for people i mean you're not going to get everyone man you're mm -hmm. not that's just the and i think that's what stops people from going after these these big fish right is oh man i they just don't want to hear from me no nah, man you just you got to keep trying you have to keep trying because the matter of the fact is is these big apartment complexes for sure the apartment company man they, they they've dealt with roofers a bunch whether if it's building or whatever they may already have a roofer so i mean you got to strategize and getting that so but i guess fast forward to this one because this was by far not the first one that i attempted to get fast forward to this one uh i got told no straight to the face no telling how many times from these guys so i went straight into the uh complex and the first person you want to talk to is the the manager of the complex right and that's the bottom of the totem pole yeah the bottom of the totem pole with the apartment complexes correct mm -hmm. and first thing and i went in there just as joyful as i always am and she was so busy she was like look corporate's handling it uh we already got a roofer thanks and then she went back like in my face and 
started doing her work. So I was like, hey, thank you so much for your time. And I handed her a business card. Probably threw it in the trash right after I left. But to me, knowing what I could offer these people and seeing at the time a ton of missing shingles, I knew that time was limited. Because one, they got a roofer that's working with them already. Or two, they don't know the insurance game and they're going to start doing repairs. And as we know, once repairs start going up, it's over, right? So, uh, I, like I said, I've been dealing with apartment complexes for a while now trying to land a, a big fish. And through all those failures and all those no's, I learned you can always learn stuff from everything, man. So uh, I knew that I needed to go try to talk to the uh, the owner of the management company that managed that property. Okay. So what did I do? On the way out, I pulled the little packet out. You can pull the packet out, see who's managing that. And you just find the email and call them and called, couldn't get nothing. So luckily the management company was local and it wasn't somewhere else, like another state. I drove down there, I drove down there, walked in, talked to the clerk, trying to get a meeting with this guy to tell them what I can do for them and getting these roofs approved through insurance. I got shut down, got shut down. She was like, we already have a roofer, you know, I'm sorry, it's busy time. So you don't have time. Maybe we can schedule a meeting, maybe not. So sat on that next day, I was like, I'm going out there and I made my own, I guess you can say inspection. I went out there, took a ton of pictures of the missing shingles and, Oh, I'd worked, been knocking doors too during that time with residential. You got to keep your residentials up. Yeah. Well, uh, man, and don't get me wrong. If we're all human getting that many no's, man, you, you got to be, you got to be tough. You got to be tough in this game, but you, you also got to know what your end goal is and what you're trying to do to help these people always. So after that, man, I made my own inspection and got pictures. It was 11 o'clock at night. I'm exhausted. I mean, at this point in life, I'm, I'm driving a pretty good distance throughout the state there and back. And I got two kids. I got a wife, you know, it's, it's like 1130 at night and I'm typing up this email, typing up this email. And I'm like, man, I just hope that they see it. And I found out through their webpage who I need to send it to, which is always the boss and then head of maintenance always. Right. Oh, uh, I had a plan for that next morning. I had a plan that I was going to get up their doors to open at eight o'clock. No matter if they open the email or not, I was going to get a meeting with that guy. Mm -hmm. So it's my daughter's first year of school, right? Things did not go as planned as me getting out the door the time that I needed to and everything. And it, it just felt like everything was going wrong. But at the same time, I kept, I kept a good mentality. Okay. So I didn't get on the road till like nine o'clock. They opened at eight I was halfway down there. I'm like, I said, I'm driving like two hours a day. And man, I just, I prayed. I was like, come on, God, I know what I can do to help these people. Like I just do. And I'm telling you, not as soon as that got out of my mouth, my phone rang. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was the, the head of maintenance. And he was like, Hey, this is so-and-so with so-and-so we got your email. Oh man, can you tell us more about this? And he was like, hold on. I, I need to, to buzz in this guy, which at the time I didn't know who this guy was, but it was the owner of the, uh, of the management company. And I'm just, here I go. I'm 
basically cold calling right there again. Yeah. And I got to make this pitch, you know, and, uh, I got a meeting with him, man, got a meeting with him and duty. He, he had a roofer. They were, they were two days out, two days out to doing repair on this complex. So you had done this inspection from the ground. Yeah. Well, I, I got my ladder too. I, mean, I had a few close-ups. I mean, total probably about 30 pictures. That's all I needed to and, get my point across. And did you get permission to, to put the ladder up and do that? Or did you just do it? Yeah. I went to the, to the, cause the, and the, the manager company of, I mean, of the complex, she was super nice. I was like, Hey, look, I'm going to get an inspection and, and try to help you guys with getting a roof replacement. She's like, Oh, that'd be amazing. Right. And, Oh, uh, I did that. And of course, always, always get permission always, but yeah. if worse comes worse, if you don't get permission, do it from the ground, man. Thank you. I wanted to just clarify yeah. that for everybody. Don't, yeah. I'm not an advocate of the, we're going to put up a ladder and see what happens later. Um, mm -hmm. I, I admire that you had uh, um, done that the right way. And the, yeah. the, the key thing, I just want to summarize the key, the key action items. Number one, persistence, deal with no. Oh God. You're not going to get these. Number two, always keep your hopper full, meaning your residential deals. Don't, oh. don't like chase whales and forget to feed yourself because you're only going to feast every so-and-so long. Yeah. Number three, you have to get creative on getting to that decision maker. Use the website from the property management company. Number four, get people in your corner. Commercial sales are politics. You need to win people over. You get your first little win and they, they help you get to the next level. Then you get that win. Then you get to the decision makers. And then all you got to do is figure out how many decision makers there are. There's four, there's five. Yeah. I need the popular vote. It, yeah. it, in, in doing so in the most important way is you led with value. Mm -hmm. Two days out from repairs and you showed, wait, don't do that. We can make this better and likely cost you less money. Because my guess is their deductible was probably less than the repairs that they were going to spend out of pocket. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you ink that deal? How did I ink it? Man, yeah. months, months. So yeah, I got the inspection. Yeah, I got to talk who I need to talk to. Well, then the next part was the adjustment, right? Adjustment. And it was true. I mean, it was, it was a godsend. Don't get me wrong. Every building had missing shingles. It was a three tab shingle, which we see three tabs in the roofing industry. We looking at gold, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, so all the stars were aligning. Uh, and it was constant, constant, even, even though I was working with them through that whole process and they seen what value I brought them. Cause that's what I was doing. I was bringing value to them and their business men and women and they see that they see it. What if you bring a value to somebody and you're saving them money from something that they're going to have to do eventually, because yeah. here's the thing in apartment complexes, man, and you can go watch, I watch Grant Cardone all the time. The number one thing you want from your apartment complex is you want the outside to look good. So man, simple little things that I learned from Grant Cardone. I said those little things and he's like, man, you're right. You're right. That, that is it. Our outside there. And during this time, and they're still doing it, is they're repainting all of the outsides, the exterior. So we get to match the shingles with the new paint. I mean, just that's how it works, too. Sometimes it's perfect timing. But then again, man, there was multiple times in these last couple months where I guess I, I still get into my mind, too. I'm like, man, I, they didn't answer the phone or email for two days. Mm -hmm. I, 
Because I have. We all have. We've all been screwed out of jobs. God, I've oh, yeah. that people only ever hear about these, but I can't tell you how many of the times that I've got to this point and then got screwed mm-hmm. and didn't get the job. Yeah. So oh you gotta fight through that too, man. You just gotta know what you're doing, but you gotta stay following up. Stay true to yourself and stay true to what you're doing for your customer. Always. Yeah. Always. Love it. And you know, Corey, thank you for sharing this journey. There's so yeah. many, everyone wants to get into commercial, everybody, right? Yeah. Cause it's, it's big deals to, to yeah. sell. And you need, the other thing I want to kind of wrap up as we come to a close here yeah. that you do is you understood. These are the key takeaways. Everybody listening, grab a pen right now and write this down. You have to understand your customer yes. and what they want. Oh, you said study. it. What study. is a commercial? Go ahead. Yeah. Study, study your customer. Once I figured out who this guy was and this woman was that I was working with, you can find out anything on the internet. We're in an age now where you can find out anything. What I can go to his Facebook, their Facebook. What does he love to do, man? I got, I spent hundreds of dollars, probably near to a thousand dollars of bringing just random gifts in and, Mm -hmm. oh, little things like that. You know, they're like, man, this, this guy, he's, And it was, it was like, Hey, I want to show my appreciation for working with me. So that's what I would do is I would go buy gifts. I mean, as a typical, I guess you could say salesman. Oh, even though I don't view myself as a salesman, I view myself as, Oh, helping people, man. That's what I view myself as. I hate the term of me being a salesman because that's just not who I like to view myself as, Oh man, helping people will get you farther in life and get you more business than you can ever dream of. And I, man, I have, and I'm lucky that I work with the owner that I work for is an amazing guy. And he has instilled me into things like telling me to go look up YouTube videos, man, that led me to you. Yeah. He helped me too. anything. I ever have a question about, cause he's been there and he's done that. Like he's a huge inspiration and mentor for me. Like, and I think that's a big thing too, is the leaders in your industry, who you're working with, who you're working for. Uh, who you surround yourself with, those are those are the people that you need to watch out. And that's the decisions you need to make. Yeah. You know? And that goes right in line with controlling your environment from, yes. from how you feel with how you dress to yeah. the vehicle you drive, which I know isn't mm-hmm. that's an ideal, right? We need to afford it. But yeah, absolutely. The people you surround yourself with and, and the fact that you took the time, know your customers, study them, you knew the outside already had issues. So you're solving the problem. You knew yeah. that that was going to cost them more money than doing this the better way. You knew that the, uh, to a commercial property or apartment specifically, the outside is what's important because that's the curb oh, appeal. It's what absolutely. gets you renters. You knew that they were painting. Like you have to, you're selling with a, with, with service by knowing that because you're able to present the solution in a way that says, this is what you want. And I can do this for you versus, Hey, we can get you a roof for free and leave it at that. You know, like people think you're just preying on, on them. Oh, well, my roof's not that old. Oh, it's damaged. Believe me, you need a new roof. No, we have to find the real value and and you nailed it. And, and thank you, Corey, for sharing all of these gems. Um, I love that you did this by breaking the mold, being yeah. you. Not every sales rep is dressed in a nice collared shirt. Right. Some people. You don't have to be. You don't. You, you don't. And, and you that's know. The thing. That's, you do you. You can break. Be you, man. Be break you. Break the mold. Be and you. Right. People will buy from you. And the more you're you, so long as you have strong interpersonal skills, yeah. you will do well. If you're you and you're, you're, you're socially awkward, 
if you're you and you're an a-hole or yeah. something like yeah. that, it's not going to go well. So don't use right. this as an opportunity to be like, well, that's how I am. I'm brash. I curse a lot. Yeah. Okay. There, there's a fine line. I do need to say like, this isn't the, the touchy feely, just show up in your pajamas. Exactly. Yeah. Be professional, but be confident in who you are and how you present yourself. Absolutely. Love Absolutely. it. And, 100%. and thank you for sharing your story. I just want to hit the key talking points. I'm going to turn it back to you for, mm -hmm. for anything you'd like to share. Number one, cold call all the time. Number two, be smart about where you find those properties and who needs them. When yeah. you can lead with value and you can actually help, you have a much higher likelihood of getting the deal than, yeah. the, than the brand new roof that may not really be damaged. Yes. Number three, be persistent. You're going to get your teeth kicked in over and over. Number four, get smart on how you find those people. And then number five, oops, hold on a minute. There we go. Sorry about that. My Zoom triggered at me. <laughs> is to learn it, your customer. Know what makes them tick and speak to that. Be bold. Corey, thank you for sharing this. Is there anything, by the way, if my camera's shaking, we have like gale force winds that the office is shaking. So as this trembles, I am. Okay, you can't hardly see it. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, I can't, yeah, can't hardly. That's even good. Tell. And we're, we don't even have power running on our generator at the moment. There you so go. Thank you, technology. <laughs> um, anything else that you want to share with our audience advice to help people chasing commercial deals that say, Hey, what else can I do? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I could talk on that for so long, but I guess short summary is be yourself, educate yourself, uh, know your true meaning and your true worth always, uh, but also have true intentions of what you're trying to do for your customer. Uh, don't look at it as a, as a sale. Look at it as you're trying to help these people because you are. I mean, you're saving them money and you're also saving them money in something that they deserve. I mean, this insurance paid for this roof because that's what they deserve. And that's what this insurance company is designed for. And that's why they pay this premium every year. Yeah. So you're helping them get what they deserve instead of spending money out of their own pocket. Yeah. So know that, know that going in there, what you can do for these people. Uh, be humble, be persistent. Uh, every no that you get is paying you out mm -hmm. for that one. Yes, absolutely. Every no you get is paying you out for that one. Yes. And that goes with residential and that goes with commercial, man. Yeah. You knock 10 doors, you get 10 no's and you're being truthful. Those 10 no's are paying you that one. Yes. Cap out. Love it. Always, always, man. And then, uh, let me just add, uh, Adam, you putting up all this free content on YouTube. And then also having your stuff, man, thank you. I mean, thank you for, for doing that for me as whenever I was starting out, dude, I would have, I would have never, never even thought about because I didn't know I wasn't educated calling a sign and trying to talk to somebody. Oh, guys, this guy knows what he's talking about. So listen to him, seek advice from him because I still, to this day, I watch your videos and I keep up with you. Oh, uh, two of the main people that I keep up with. Oh, is you and Deshaun, man. Deshaun is just, he kills it and knocking doors too, you know, and, uh, um, man, just, just be true to who you are always. Awesome. Corey, that's an awesome place to end. And I want to say thank you for the kind words, man. I pour my heart into this because above all else, it's here in your success and your personal transformation that makes it all worth it. So yeah. thank you a ton. And uh, I hope everybody here listening learned a lot, feels inspired, and it's what makes this unique. I'm, I'm interviewing real reps like yeah. you out in the field, doing it and sharing your secrets.
yeah. and showing what's possible. So thanks and, for being part yeah. of everything, man. I'm, I'm glad to, to see that it, I mean, it's all paid. I mean, you're going to these big roofing event, man. And that goes to show you that persistence, the persistence, because you, you started making these videos, one, two viewers. Now look at you, man. I mean, look at you now and you, you, you're still, you're still climbing that mountain because you're, you're persistent in what you do and you believe in what you do. And dude, you're just killing it, man. And I want to say thank you because, oh, um, you were a part of getting me to where I am today too. And everybody I'm, should know that. I'm honored yeah. to support you, Corey. Yeah. And I, I'm just, I'm, I'm super fulfilled that you're doing something with it. Yeah. You, you're the, you deserve it, man. I, I, I'm, I, I share that. what helped me, but everybody listening, you in, included. There's a difference between action and inaction. Absolutely. Inaction, persistence you've done it. You're the one that deserves all the success. So thank you for the kind words, man. I am so glad that you were here to share your journey with others. And I hope everybody walks away with some tactical insights. Oh, dude, absolutely. absolutely crush it. <laughs> thanks again, thank you man. for having me, Adam, for sure. Hey, thanks again for joining me on this episode of the Roof Strategist Podcast. If you are out on a roof or driving around in your truck, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes, including links to all my products and services, or to download your free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library. And remember, all of my content is built around one simple principle. You ask, I answer. So what would you like me to cover in an upcoming episode? Email me personally, Adam at roofstrategist.com. That's adam at roofstrategist.com. Don't forget to subscribe and write a review for the podcast, and I'll see you next time.